You're listening to The Jeff Fisher Show. Don't miss Pat and Stu. Again, Mexico's going to pay for this wall, even though they say they won't. And here's how he's going to force them to. Right. He's going to impound all remittance payments derived from illegal wages. Okay. So he's going to impound all wages. How do you do that? Well, only only illegal payments. Only only illegal remittance payments of illegal wages. Right. Which, of course, he's going to know through the system. Um, Pat and Stu. Weekdays at 5 p.m. Eastern on the Blaze Radio Network. It'll be okay because we are arresting drug smugglers left and right. Left and right in this country, and I'm happy about it. Gosh darn it. We just busted. Uh, he had 55 pounds of uh, cocaine with him. Uh, he was, these guys are amazing. He was scuba diving, uh, and this guy, uh, Padilla, uh, he just scuba diving. He, he, uh, uh, they found a breathing tank and a rebreather. Now, the rebreather prevents bubbles from coming up to the surface. So they're already, I mean, they're, they're, they're furling you there. And f- several vacuum-skilled gift wrap packages. Now, he was just bringing in 55 pounds at a time. The tunnel, 150 feet long, it began at a house in Mexicali, Mexico, and then ended up under the water of a canal. All right, so they built this tunnel underwater. With a trolley system, so they put the they put the drugs on this trolley system, and the scuba diver would just pull it along the pull it along the tunnel underwater till they got into the states. Amazing, and uh, they just ha- you know they happened to bust the guy with the wetsuit on, and then got to thinking, hey, I wonder how come he's got a wetsuit on. That might be a little, they might have sounded a little bit different, uh, but in my head, that's what they sounded like. Hey. I wonder why he's got a wetsuit on. I bet you he's doing something underwater. We should probably check. And they did. Then, a couple weeks ago, we find that the Coast Guard is making busting submarines, semi-submersible submarines, with huge amounts of cocaine. Huge amounts. Um, they busted the last one with 12,000 pounds. Not 55 pounds. 12,000 pounds. Okay, so while they're busting this guy with his little air tanks, swimming 150 yards, pulling a trolley with 55 pounds of cocaine, they've got the semi-submersible submarines. With 12,000 pounds of cocaine on it. Okay? Now, they're catching this one. Now, apparently, in the last two or three years, they've seized over 119,000 pounds of cocaine. Think of that. 119,000 pounds of cocaine. Wow. Okay? And that's in the last... 10 months of this year. Now, so this year they're starting, I mean, they are cracking down. That's because they have guys like Admiral Paul Zukanov. He said the cultivation, tracking, and distribution of narcotics fuels violence and instability throughout the Western Hemisphere, leaving a path of destruction directly in the doorstep of the U.S. We must combine 
to make progress in our efforts to combat transitional organized crime networks to ensure the safety and security in our hemisphere. You guys like that in charge? You're busting these guys left and right. And that's exactly what he's doing. Unbelievable. And if you see this, this, you look at the uh, the tanks and the suit that uh, the Gazespedia was using, and, you know, you'd think that he'd have better equipment. He's got the Bree breather and he's got the breathers, but they look pretty rough like they've been used a little bit. It's like, this is what you get. If you drown, eh, we'll find somebody else. Just go do it. He said he jumped the fence and he was supposed to be helping people come into the U.S. And they said, you know, your job is going to be, uh, uh, you're going to go ahead and swim underwater and bring drugs into the country. That's your job. So, I mean, I guess those guys you don't say no to? I'm guessing? I'm guessing they say, you know, we've got a job for you. You know what? I'd rather do something else. Would you? <laughs> How about die? <laughs> Uh, no, I'm good. I can swim under. I can swim underwater in a tunnel for a while, no problem. But the semi-submersible subs are—they're actually kind of cool. Uh, and I—they got to be tough to detect. I mean, if we're catching, think of that. If we've stopped 119,000 pounds coming into this country this year, what's gotten through? I know. <laughs> I know. It's unbelievable the amount of drugs coming into this country. It makes you kind of want to uh, agree with uh, <clears throat> Coast Guard Commandant Admiral Paul Zuckanoff. The cultivation, trafficking, and distribution of narcotics fuels violence and instability throughout the Western Hemisphere leaving a path of destruction directly to the doorstep of the U.S. I mean, yeah. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. So, yesterday, I'm sitting home, kind of, you know, uh, thinking, trying, I've already worked out my, uh, I'm going to go get my MRI a little bit later in the afternoon. We, We heard that story, how that worked out. And I'm just kind of looking at stories, and I'm reading some stuff. And i got a couple other stories I'm looking at that we'll get to uh, a little bit later uh, in the broadcast. And I get an email from uh, Brandy, who works on this program. And uh, we hear from her from time to time. And I thought it was my wife, actually, that emailed me first. because, But then I realized it was Brandy because she said, my response, well, then stay the F home. That's my email. Okay. Now this is this is a, she's responding to a story that says uh, New Jersey is the least like state in America, the least like state in America, and she doesn't like that. She gets mad about that. Now my wife, it would be Philadelphia, and or Pennsylvania as the state goes, but you know she's a Philly girl, so Brandy is a little New Jersey girl, and she's mad that New Jersey. Is the least like state of the union. She's mad. And she's grown up in New Jersey. And she's got a dog named Jersey. And she's gone to concerts in New Jersey. And she's lived there and she loves it. And if you don't like it, you can just stay the F home. Go somewhere else, okay? There's plenty of places to go to. And I must say, while I didn't spend a lot of time in New Jersey because I lived in Pennsylvania when I lived in the Northeast, but we lived kind of like in the 
corner of Pennsylvania there where New Jersey is right there. And then I went into New Jersey every day. The capital, the swinging town of Trenton, New Jersey, every day. And hopped the train and rode in New Jersey all the way into New York. And then back from New York all the way through New Jersey, back to Trenton, and then drove back into Pennsylvania to live. And a couple things, let me say. I don't think it's, I mean, I can understand why people don't like it, because you hear a lot of weird things about New Jersey. And in fact, come to think of it, I have lived in New Jersey, because I lived for like three months in Weehawken. The great city of Weehawken. Well, how can I forget my time in Weehawken, New Jersey? What am I doing? I lived right right there at the beginning of the Lincoln Tunnel. Looked across into Manhattan every day. My front porch right there into the city. It's actually a really cool place. I lived on Park Avenue in New Jersey. Uh, and it was beautiful. I loved it. Three-story Weehawken house there on the hill looking into the city right there at the beginning of the tunnel. Hopped the, the bus stop was the last bus stop in New Jersey before the tunnel. First stop on the other side of the tunnel was Manhattan bus stop, which was right there. So I only had to ride it through the tunnel. I mean, it was good drive every morning. Hop on the bus. Got to work with all the union workers that were going to work every day. It was, it was fun. Those guys were great standing on the corner talking to them every morning. Tried to get there a little early so you could talk to them. They were the, wind, the building maintenance guys in the, in the city in Manhattan. And they all were union, man. And no doubt about that. And they were some days, uh, we weren't here yesterday. Yeah, they were, had us uh, protesting someplace. I mean, they do some business now. They understand, they union workers. And they, hey, it's a job. Well, I've been working here for 25 years, what I do. Okay. No problem, bro. I got you. What do you do? I, I, uh, I, uh, me, I, uh, I grill hot dogs on the corner, 42nd and 6th. You just stop by. Get a dog from me. If you stop by there and I'm not there, I'm on my break. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it was okay. Weehawken, it's a nice little place. New Jersey didn't do my, it's okay. You know, Trenton's okay. I know they told me when I was in, I drove you park in a parking garage, you hop on the train, you come back. Weehawken, I lived there. I, I was in the city. I was in Manhattan most of the time. Um, you know, I went shopping at a, a, a tremendous, uh, tremendous Walmart uh, in Weehawken, New Jersey. Uh, and, you know, you just go there and shop. You go to their little mall and shop in Weehawken, New Jersey. I will say that in Weehawken, New Jersey, um, there are a number of people from other countries that I would say are not native New Jerseyans. So it may make people think that New Jersey isn't that great of a place. That's all I'm saying. It's possible. It is also possible that all those houses, when you look, when you're in Manhattan or you in New Jersey and you look up Weehawken, New Jersey, and you see, you see the, uh, the houses on the hill there, those actually are gorgeous, and I, I wouldn't mind actually having one. But they're three stories, and they go into the rock. And, in fact, the one apartment that I lived in, the bed was up in, built into the rock. I mean, the wall was still the rock of the mountain. That's, I mean, that's how they built the house. Now, nah, we'll just leave the rock there from the mountain. That's a fine wall. Don't worry about it. Uh, so 
I li- and, and you live there, but those the, this house that I lived in was kind of run down getting there. And I talked to the owner, and he's a great guy. I love the guy. He was really a nice man. And uh, he was like, yeah, I'm just, I'm just holding out. All those houses, he goes, yeah, they're all getting bought up. They're all getting bought up the, by the – this, this is what this man told me personally. Yeah, the Russian mafia has taken over Weehawken. <laughs> so when you see all those houses getting remodeled and looking all pretty, you think to yourself, Russian mob. Because he was like, you know, I, I'm, I'm waiting, and if they make me an offer, i got to say yes. I might say no once, but you're not going to say no to them more than once. They might come back a second time. And, uh, yeah, no, I'm just holding out, trying to. Trying to get the best I can. So that just may be a couple of examples, possible examples, that people would say, man, do you like New Jersey? No, you know what? No. This is The Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Jay Severin. Because that argument, if you were on there and you're saying you weren't and you're going to sue, that's going to buy you a few nights, maybe a couple weeks. But other than that, beware of false accounts and let's watch and let's hope that there are White House people on there. Jay Severin. Weekdays, 2 to 5 p.m. Eastern on the Blaze Radio Network.